0: Engaging conversation with Jalen Nye and Andrew Gross. Breaking news with Eileen Bell and sports with Morley Scott. This is the afternoon news on 630 Chat, Edmonton's breaking news and conversation station. Should say uh, Jalen Nye, and, and thank you, by the way, uh, Counselor Zadig uh, from Ward 3 Staying doing overtime here on the 6.30 Shit oh, Afternoon News. Uh, I know we're getting lots of uh, texts as well. We haven't been reading. The the reason being, our preference is always to take a, a live phone call uh, over a text. Because texts will wait, but phoners... Won't so why don't we go right to the phone lines? Keep this going.
1: One of the ones, one of the texts that just did came in, came, mm. that d- d- just came in, and I and I liked it, and it said, you know, the majority of marijuana users, cannabis users, are very respectful mm-hmm. of of non-users and where they are lighting up and where they are not, because they are aware that an, a lot of people don't like the smell. That was the opinion of on the text line right there. All right, Jonathan's been holding patiently. Hi, Jonathan. Hi. Good afternoon. Hi.
2: Uh, I just wanted to, to say right now we have uh, non-smoking signs posted, uh, you know, in various, in various places. Uh, we all know the 10-meter rule for uh, doorways, entrances, uh, uh, fresh air. Air so
0: forth, intake, yeah. So,
2: so, so on and so forth. Uh, I don't understand why we couldn't uh, do the same thing with cannabis. And what I mean by that is posting, uh, you know, a, a green cannabis leaf with a red circle and a stroke through it, just well, like they do with the, the cigarette.
1: Well, they it, have that uh, in Vegas now, don't they? They do, yeah. They have those signs in Vegas.
3: Yeah, it might be a nice compliment to all the playground zone signs and all the <laughs> other signs that right. we're... we're in the sign business in the city of Edmonton.
2: No, I, and, and, you know, I, I see where you're coming from, but... Um,
3: I see where you're coming from with clarity. Then right now we don't have that. And people need to understand the rules if we expect them to follow the rules. But go on, Jonathan.
2: Well, I I was just thinking, like, if, for example, there was no uh, cannabis usage in, I don't know, uh, Corlock Park or Victoria Park or whatever, whatever the case may be, um, if you have, you know, a larger sign that specifically states that cannabis use is not permitted at this location and, and, and uh, a fine is issued for otherwise. Right now, our non-smoking laws are, are city bylaws and any bylaw officer, peace officer uh, can issue a ticket to somebody who's breaking the, non, the non-smoking the non sign rule. So why, why is it that we're not having a bylaw uh, put in like we do with cigarette smoking. And I'll end up, I'll end the call now and listen to
3: your response. Thank you very much for taking my call. Well, again, it just goes to having clear rules, and if uh, Edmontonians need to understand where you can smoke and can't smoke via sign, that's fine. We just need to make sure people are aware of what's happening. But the debate that's happened recently is not so much how we let people know, but it's where it should occur. And I'm against this really widespread basically attack on uh, tobacco users and the the conversation about cannabis is interesting because it's a new product mm-hmm. that's going to be legalized so there's a lot more to get your head around with that i would prefer to not complicate the issue with tobacco right now and for cannabis i agree that edmontonians that are going to partake in this need to know where they can do it
1: Marilyn's on the phone Marilyn, you're on with uh councillor zadek what do you want to say <laughs>
4: you guys had a great sparky day today oh, well, thank you <laughs> Anyways, I don't I really think everybody's missing the big issues. Like, whatever happened to, like, drunk drivers, distracted drivers? they kill killing main people, right? And has anybody addressed, addressed uh, the closing hours for bars and liquor outlets? No. I think we need to really concentrate on the bigger
1: issues. Marilyn, we're, we're talking about cannabis, which is something... Uh, I know, I the, understand yeah.
4: that. I'm just thinking, aren't there bigger issues, but... Anyway, you guys have a good day. It's been fun. I enjoy it. Okay, thank we'll you. We'll talk to you later. Thank it's you. It's a
1: valid uh, well, point. Well, and it is, but you know, it's it's something. You know, when you're talking about drinking and driving, this is something we've gone on for for ages yeah. that we've been trying to deal with. But we go back to how we're going to enforce mm-hmm. drug impaired driving, which should, we still don't know how yeah, we're
0: going to do. Should mention though, uh, when it comes to distracted driving and other laws like that, that are not within the uh, necessarily the purview of. Civic, uh, but are rather provincial. Uh, Brian Mason announcing yesterday with new rules with mm-hmm. regard to trucks um, that they may take a look at changing how you get your license and move it back to government issued license yeah. uh, inspectors again. So the the province is at least looking at that.
1: Hi, John.
5: Hi. What's on your uh, mind? Good, good show. Thanks. Um, I just wanted to say, well, first of all, to the councillor, uh, give him a lot of credit. Uh, thank you. For your service and to both the city and the military, and, and a common sense approach to the subject. Oh, thank you. I think you know a lot of people don't want Big Brother in there again on on, on this issue. Um, once again, uh, legalizing cannabis—I don't think it's going to bring is going to bring out a lot of people who never smoked it before, uh, smoking it in areas where where there's a lot of people around using disrespect. Somebody mentioned that pot smokers do have a lot of respect, and they do. It's a, it's a different thing than alcohol. Um, I, I just don't want to be... I, I, the hysteria going around law enforcement of cannabis, whether people are going to be driving under the influence, this this is already going on. The situation okay. is already being handled. Uh, so I, I don't think we have to go overboard on this subject. There's a lot more important things when it comes to, let's say, tobacco and, and pot. There's addictions of opiates. Of that are you know that are killing. Uh, oh, that's a, that's under, a whole other
1: topic, John. You're right yes, on that is, one.
5: I, yeah, yeah, I appreciate that. Yeah, Thank you.
1: John. Uh, question: are, Do you do you use cannabis?
5: Very little. I I have some medical yeah. uses, but I use it very little.
1: All right, all right. Thanks for the call and thanks for the honesty. Appreciate it. You bet, Okay, take it easy. Um, I Ellen. Hi, Ellen.
6: Hi. Um, thanks for taking my call. You bet. Um, I have a question or an issue. Um, I have a family member who has um, mental capacity issues. Um, smoking cigarettes is his go-to. Um, it really helps him deal with stuff that goes on. The building he lives in is going to a non-smoking building, so which means he will have to smoke outside. Um, if he lived in the Wood Buffalo region, which is now going no public smoking, he would have to quit smoking.
0: So, well, I, yes and no. I've been thinking about that. I know Wood Buffalo came out with some very restrictive uh, yeah. rules, but the density of Wood Buffalo and the density of Edmonton are two entirely different things. The, the amount of space that you have to put between you and whatever in Wood Buffalo is more easily accomplished than it would be for a downtown resident of Edmonton.
6: Right. And all I'm saying is you do have to think about the people who have no options. And yep. unfortunately, their life, could be altered.
3: Absolutely. Um, and
6: they could consider really horrible implications to not being able to have that cigarette or I, whatever they needed to keep themselves going.
3: I agree, and I also think about Edmontonians that like to have a cigarette while they go for a walk, that like to go to all types of public places within Edmonton where they've gone for decades. And uh, coming up, if, if the rules are enforced the way that they were contemplated yesterday, they won't be able to do that. They will feel unwelcome in Edmonton. Okay.
6: And I know for a fact that um, this family member would consider just ending it all, because that is his Mm. life.
1: So just wanted to mention that, and thank you for taking my call. Thanks, Ellen. Thank you for the phone call. Uh, Gail. Hi, Gail.
4: Hi, how are you?
1: Good. What's on your mind?
4: Um, Well, I I had written to to the various levels of government about uh, cannabis because there's certain things, you know, like uh, we have the neighborhood pubs, and a lot of times you'll have daycares right next door. So, uh, you know, I agree definitely on downwind because you get four or five people smoking, you know, that's a big deal. And I'm a smoker myself, but, but of, you know, regular cigarettes. Um, and I do know that I wouldn't want to necessarily stand with five or six people smoking pot. I, I find it smells like skunk. But beyond that, you know, it's a different, it's a narcotic that gets into your bloodstream, too. I wouldn't want to show up for work and, you know, have, say my blood was tested for whatever reason, you know? Mm -hmm. And that's the other thing people should consider, too. You know, if they have small children, they decide to have a pot party. You have five people there. You've got small kids. And, you know, I think most people are responsible, but, you know, we don't know enough about things, development in the brain, small children, pot, you know? And that's one of the reasons I wrote, too, you know, about the... So, Ga- Inuit, Gail, you Inuit, have written to, for example, have small homes. They they didn't want to have cannabis pass so readily in in the north, because I think when you have um, you have health invocations like TB with Inuit, that, so that's a different thing altogether too. So there there's a lot of issues.
1: Oh yeah, you know, yeah, Gail, but you've 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 taken the time to write the politicians that you think need to hear from you.
4: Well, I have, you know, the different levels of government, you know. That's why I think the federal government, who's passing it, uh, has been really stringent with tobacco and cutting down on that, you know, which is why I can understand the other side is we want to get rid of the black market, but on the other hand, you know, I think we have to look at other factors too, you know. Gail, thank you for the phone call.
1: Appreciate it very much. Thanks for taking the time. Jalal. Hello, just to
7: talk about what Gail just said right now. I don't think she knows what she's talking about because if you want to start testing things, start testing nicotine, start testing everything that alters your mind state. This is is the problem with with people who don't understand what things are. She's sitting there saying people are going to be having weed parties and this and that. If someone smokes a a joint here and there just to relax or to do whatever is being demonized by half your callers, it's not a right thing to do. And it's like you're going to smoke joints around a dickhead, there's something mentally wrong with you. There's not <laughs> an issue in your being. There's something le- wrong with your mind. That's not because of the joint. You know what I mean? It's a common sense thing. There's nothing that alters your mind. There's nothing that takes you out of the state of consciousness. There's nothing that makes you violent. There's nothing that makes you evil. There's nothing that makes you want to go break in and rob a bank or hold up a person. So I take offense to when somebody calls and talks about something they don't know about. Maybe she should put down the pack of cigarettes pick up a joint and then change her life.
1: Hey, Jal- no, or you? Oh, Jalal, Jal- do, you, do yep. you use cannabis regularly?
7: Not regularly, no. but I'm, I use it. Yeah,
1: yeah I use on occasion, one. just to chill? Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
7: And honestly, like, for, for when I go out on the weekend and have drinks and I can't remember what I did yeah. the next day. I've never had that issue with a joint, so yeah. when people come at me, they want to be drinking beers on the street, that's probably the most irresponsible thing I've ever heard in my life. So you cannot classify yeah. marijuana, What it's a very peace, loving, caring, nurturing, it helps a lot of people with some serious issues. And just classify it in with liquor and cigarettes, what harms and kills and means and costs the taxpayers billions of dollars a year in North America so I don't know where your callers are coming from before judging
1: they should maybe do some research well, Jalal, let's, let's be real here, there is concern about um, Im- impaired drug impaired drivers driving and we do know that it's no, just let me finish Please, let me, Jalal, let me finish they're l- going to drive
7: slower and they're going to drive with their seatbelts on and they're okay. going to be more cautious and they're going to be more anxious about cops around them, they're not going to be out there trying to cut lights and rip, And you guys don't understand try it
1: then Try now. it. <laughs> yeah, Jalal. i Jalil, no. talk tomorrow.
3: <laughs> I think this is
0: supposed to show that there's uh, a... Yeah, okay. I thought it made you more chill. Yeah, Jalal. Yeah. Thanks
1: for the call, Jalal. <laughs> there's a divergence Wait, of opinion, and, and yeah. all opinions and, good. And, and, I'm and, starting to hey, see why to this is a problem. And, 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 and that's what the show's about. You know, yeah. listen to everything. But again, I think, and we've said it numerous times on this show, I don't believe that there's going to be a huge no, rush of people going out and and smoking pot all the time and driving... While high, um, I, I suspect that that's already going on. Actually, we know that that's already going on. But I do wish that there was uh, a concrete way to measure that. If someone is pulled over, uh, mm-hmm. a, a way that we knew for sure um, that would work. But the, the the city's left holding the bag with yeah, this anyway, sure, sure right? Because
0: October seventeenth, it becomes legal. Every Uh, Municipality's going to have to figure out how to handle it. So it's quite a hot potato (laughs) that you've been handed, all of you. We have to take a break. We do. The one thing I think, no matter what side we're on, we'll take more calls that we can all agree on, no one ever elected anyone anywhere with the hope that there would be more rules or higher taxes. Mm -hmm. Can we just
1: agree (laughs) on that? (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. All right, a quick break at 3.20 in the afternoon. A couple of minutes left with uh, Ward 3, Councillor John Zaddick. Um, Let's do this. Quickly, Jay, what's on your mind? Uh, hey, guys. I just wanted
7: to uh, let you know real quick, I didn't hear anybody else speak of this uh, throughout uh, the conversation, but I just want to point out that uh, people that smoke cigarettes or people w- would be people that will be smoking marijuana, uh, for the size of that group of people, they pay a disproportionately extreme high rate of taxes to do that, what's a uh, what's a pack of smokes now? Fifteen bucks, ten bucks of
0: it is tax revenue, right? So I, I know uh, there's a few like, textures who agree with you as well. When people use the argument yeah. that uh, look how much money uh, it costs to have smokers treated down the road, uh, no, a pack of cigarettes is seventeen dollars these yeah, days. Just so you know, we're paying a ton in taxes.
7: Oh, absolutely, and it's not just and maybe people need to stop being so selfish about it and step back from the fact that say, you know, okay, I don't like the fact that I can smell marijuana smoke, cigarette smoke coming down my street, but these People disproportionately
2: just bought that new hospital or paid for that new park, and maybe we need to kind of consider
3: that before we start discriminating. All right, Jay. Actually, can I say something that it hasn't been talked about much recently? But when the federal government was talking about legalizing marijuana, a lot of the argument was around to take it away from organized crime Mm -hmm. and to reduce the cost of policing because police are running around chasing "quote unquote" petty criminals. And now, what we're finding out with it coming when it's going to be legal, it's going to cost. to so much more with this enforcement you can smoke here you can't smoke there um, uh-huh. checking impaired drivers and we need to do all this stuff but the, the federal government has really thrust this upon us and municipalities have to respond so we're scrambling which is again why we should just keep this conversation on cannabis right now and not tobacco and, and shisha but it's it's not going to save us money and we're not saving money on policing it's going to be a lot more yeah. money for policing
1: mike you get the last word quickly what's on your mind Wow. Well, I was gonna
8: I was gonna talk a little bit about Jamal's comment, but I'm just gonna respond to your counselor there. And I'm as a taxpayer. I mean, I've been totally horrified as this conversation has developed over the last couple of years. I want less policing. I want less enforcement costs. If this can't make our taxpayers money, I don't know how it's being mismanaged. If we're gonna take the money away from organized crime, shouldn't it be going into public coffers? And don't tell me I've been doing been doing enforcement of guys driving on marijuana for the last 50 years. There should be less police costs, less police costs. We're decriminalizing. We're not criminalizing. I want some money flowing to the coffers of the tax.
0: You know what? i got to tell you, i got to add to that. That's why I signed up. Yeah, I, I signed up because I thought we were going to start gonna balancing gonna budgets
8: we have to make money if we don't we have completely mismanaged it horribly
1: mike great point thanks for the call appreciate it while we mm. Welcome to 6:30 uh, Chat yeah. Afternoon News, Counselor. <laughs> yeah,
3: no, I'm glad to be here. <laughs> you
1: stay
0: any longer, you get your own parking spot.
1: Uh, just quickly, do want to touch on uh, touch on this uh, because you um, you you took up the flag on on this one of getting uh, 97th Street um, pretty much okay. from downtown all the way up to Edmonton Garrison to be honorarily named Canadian Forces Trail. Um, just, I know this is important to you as a member of um, the Navy Reserve. Yep. So. So, uh, just tell us quickly about that, what's going to happen there.
3: Perfect. Well it's actually from 137th Avenue North, but it's an appropriate area because that's where Griesbach is. This road has traditionally been used by military convoys, uh, interactions between CFB Edmonton and Griesbach, and um, many soldiers and and people in the Air Force and Navy traveling that road all the time, but also when troops are coming to deploying for Afghanistan and coming home. We had all the yellow ribbons tied on the trees around there. So it's very important to the military. So I I made the application to have the honorary name of Canadian Forces Trail. And uh, right now, if you're driving on that segment of road and you're looking around and you don't see those signs, that's because we're gonna have a nice big unveiling closer to Remembrance Day.
1: Now, and the important thing to remember too with the honorary labeling, it means that they don't have to change the name. So businesses, anything along there, there's no cost to them.
3: Absolutely, Well, businesses are embracing it and yeah. it's a good marketing opportunity it is just to honor the troops and the heritage of the road but it has no impact on anyone and actually as the applicant i'm taking on the cost myself i'm going to fundraise for it okay. for the the street signs but the taxpayers have not incurred any cost with this
1: ward three city councilor john Zaddock. hope you come back sometime mm-hmm. thank you so much
0: absolutely thank you all right the 6 30 chad afternoon news with Jaylen nye and andrew gross weekdays at two on 6 30 chad